Welcome to this post-game media edition of Talking Cougar Baseball. Today is Sunday, April 30th, 2023. Indiana took their first lead of the weekend on Sunday, but couldn't hold on and lost 14-8 to complete Maryland's sweep of the weekend. Devin Taylor made a lot of hard contact, including two massive home runs, the shorter of which hit the scoreboard. Hoosier pitching just couldn't keep the Terrapins at bay. The media spoke with head coach Jeff Mercer and Taylor following the game. How do you make sure to not be discouraged now? This is the best team you're going to face down the stretch. The rest of the team to face and struggle. It starts a year ago. It starts two years ago. Right? When when you decide to start coaching, you, there's a couple of different reasons guys start coaching. One, and you know, for I think most guys, you, you start coaching because you enjoy kids and you want to help and you want to develop them and, and you want to set them up with a really good foundation and you and you enjoy investing, right? Like it's like being a teacher. You you like that. And so my whole family were teachers. You know, grandparents, aunts and uncles, moms and dads, wife, they're all teachers. And so I think when you set the precedent in growth and in development and in helping guys get better and, and understanding the big picture and life's hard sometimes, I think that helps you when things don't go right. Because the reality is things don't always go great. And and truth be told, sometimes water finds its level a little bit. We've won a ton of games. We've had a lot of success. We've pulled a lot of games out that you kind of sit back afterwards and you're like, wow, I'm not sure how we pulled some of those games out. And so that's part of life. So I think what you say to those guys is the same thing you say every day. I thought we came out and we played with, with <laughs> we competed like crazy today. We fought like crazy. We had great energy. We had great toughness. Like we were resilient. We kept responding. Like we did all the things that you want to do with the team. It just didn't, it just didn't go our way. And so when you talk to the team, you just tell them the same thing you told them you know, every day before that, for the last year, two, three years, how long these guys have been in the program. And you just tell them, okay, we, we have an opportunity here to have a really tight feedback. We, we got beat. We got beat. They were better than us for three days. Their coaches were better than our coaches. Their head coach was better than me for three days. Their players were better. Like, they were just better for three days. But there's going to be a lot of information, a lot of feedback, and a really tight feedback loop. And so we have finals this week. It's another game. You have, a, you have a chance to go in this week and work on the things that you need to work on. You know, we, we were better offensively today, but we still left probably three or four runs on the board. Uh, we weren't good enough offensively this weekend. We did adjust over the course of the weekend and got better. Like you normally do when you see good pitching, you get better over the course of the weekend. We obviously weren't we weren't good enough on, on the mound. And, and some of that was we didn't execute well enough. And some of that was like they're just playing as well as they can play. And, and the wind's blowing out 20 miles an hour. So you just, you just encourage them to keep doing the same thing that they've been doing that's made them a really good team and that's going to allow them to continue to compete. You know, I, I've been on teams. I've been on teams that peaked early in the season, right, and, and that didn't have the stamina to withstand, you know, the, the, the kind of the rigors of the, of the late season run and the postseason run. And the good thing about having a young, talented team is, is they, they, you have a chance to keep growing and learning and getting better. You know, it's the first time they've really been in a fight like this, the first time you've really been like mano a mano against another top 25 or 30 team with a lot on the line. You have, you have a lot to learn and grow from that. So. That's my mindset. That's my mentality. Is the same learn, the same learning and growth and opportunities to get better that you have uh, when you win. You actually probably have more when you lose, right? You probably have more of that. And so just go back to work. If it was a lack of effort, like I said on Friday, I thought we got punched in the mouth, and I didn't think we responded great uh, from an emotional standpoint on Friday. And I told the guys that, and I came in here and said, to everybody, on Friday, we did fine today. Like we responded, we came back. You come back and tie the game. Devin Taylor is awesome, hits two homers. The guys are competing like crazy. We just didn't finish at all. Uh, so, you know, you just go back and get better this week. So that's that's 
that's all that's all I told them and that's all I'll tell them this week can you just expand on that though with the pitching that it doesn't get that it doesn't get discouraged because every 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 person has hit their pitching hard this year every single team so how do you make sure these pitchers have been really strong just don't get discouraged going forward because it was rough for them but I mean there's no pitcher that hasn't had a rough appearance how do you make sure it doesn't get in their heads when they go to Northwestern you know and they face a lineup that's not this one that's not right. quite as well as long as they don't wear Maryland jerseys we should be okay <laughs> no you're an athlete. You're a high-level athlete. You're playing baseball at Indiana. You're, 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 you won't be after this weekend, but you've been a ranked top 25 team. Like, you've, you've beat great teams. You'll be fine. Like, pick yourself up by your bootstraps and go back to work. Like, like I said last night, the world's not going to fall off its axis. So it's like you just you pick up and move on. So I know that sounds like it, there's not, not an awesome answer, but it is what it is. Like, you, you got your butt kicked. You got your butt kicked before. Get back up off the mat and go back to work. So, you know, it just – there's no like there, there's no um, there's no solution besides that like you just gotta be tough you just gotta be tough but like so is everybody else when they go to work every day right so it's like people get fired from their jobs people have love they, they lose loved ones like it's hard life's hard you can't be a baby about it you don't just get to like cry over it and like well I throw in the towel and like I quit and this is stupid and I don't like it anymore you just pick up and move on so that's the great thing about sports it, it mirrors life Right? That's why that's why athletes go on to be super successful in when they move on past sports. That's why they run businesses and make buku money and because they're tough. And they just got to be tough enough uh, to, to move on. I have a short-term memory. What is it from uh, Ted Lasso? It's like with the goldfish, right? Be the goldfish. Have a 10-second memory. Just move on, right? Learn, adjust, grow, like, and, and move on. You've been in the uh, you've been coaching in the Big Ten for now five years. Um, where does that sort of series performance by Maryland rank uh, among that? I've been playing baseball for, you know, what am I, 37? <laughs> we have to go back beyond my Big Ten time. They just played great. They just played great. Like, they, they, they played great. You know, I don't know. I, I, I've, not seen, I've not seen it before, and they haven't done it before. Rob and I are good friends. Like, I talked to him before the game in, uh, in the last couple of days and kind of said, you know, he asked me what the best team we've played this year, and I said, be prior to playing you guys or including the last day or two, and he kind of chuckled and, he just said, no, we, we haven't played. We've either hit, we haven't pitched, we've pitched and haven't hit. But he's like, we were always capable of putting it together, but we just haven't put it together. And I said, well, I'm really glad you guys waited till this weekend to put it all together. <laughs> so, I mean, you knew they were playing pretty well when they scored 45 rounds on Tuesday and Wednesday. You had a pretty good feeling that all of a sudden they had kind of figured it out. Um, and and they, had some, they had some draft guys, some really high-level draft guys that I'm sure early in the season, as sometimes you have high-level draft guys, they – you know, sometimes get off to a slow start and a little pressure and all of a sudden the preseason accolades kind of all those things happen. I'm sure those things happen a little bit with every team and I'm sure that happened a little bit, but they played great this weekend. They knew what they had to go do and, and they were ready for it. And um, but like, you're not going to play anybody that plays any better than that. Right. We've, we've been all over the country. We played everybody. And, and sometimes that's just the way it goes. But I also told I told our guys like we've also swept four weekends. Right. So at the same time, I mean, we've swept four weekends and, and I'm sure you, you, you leave guys kind of like that going, you know, what more do we have to do to win a ball game here or there? It didn't go our way. So, yeah, they they, they, they played about as well as, as you could play. Would you say this is kind of reminiscent of the lumps you guys took at the early part of the season? Yeah, I mean, yes, yes and no. I mean, there, there were times that early in the season. That, that you were able to kind of like recover one or two. Like it's, it is like, I'm not gonna, I mean, I'll, I'll be frank. It's a, it's a little bit different when it's in succession like that. But yeah, that, that, that's why, 
it's so important as a coach for you to go out and play against really good teams and, and expose you guys because you're preparing them. Maybe not like this, but you're going to have a bad weekend. It's going to happen. Like there's something's going to go wrong. You're going to have injuries. You're going to lose games. You're going to have a bad week. Uh, and, and so if you don't ever expose guys to that, then they're not able to, to respond once they have it later on. And, and if you look at them, they played, you know, we played a hard preseason schedule. They played a really hard preseason schedule. And so, you know, they, they won and lost and kind of went through it a little bit. And they've come out the backside of that, obviously better for having done that. And, and we will too. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're good. We've, we've played other really good teams and, and uh, it does. It reminds you of those things a little bit, but, but we also won a lot of games there afterwards and played really well there afterwards. And you saw us offensively. We got our butt kicked the last two days and, and we got up, right? We got up against the guy that statistically was their best guy and had by far our best day and had opportunities practically a few more push, push a few more across there. So, you know, it, 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 it makes you better doing that. And, you know, being back in league play, it, it also hardens you a little bit more too because, you know, when you're, you played six or eight games, you know, was it probably six games, seven games outside of league play? And then all of a sudden you get right back into it and you catch, you catch guys. Dean had a week off. McCoy had his had his best had his best outing of the season, stuff wise. I mean, um, and so you you run against those guys. So it hardens you, it makes you better. You'll be fine. On Friday, you talked about um, having difficulties in the eight in the eight hole, and you made an adjustment to the lineup today. And Hunter Jesse had in the ninth hole actually had sure. a pretty good day. Yeah. What what is he doing to kind of come out of his struggles? Yeah, brilliant strategy on my part, wasn't it? I put the guy that fell face four times. No, Hunter's been working really hard. Yeah, I, I thought that one. <laughs> uh, Hunter's been working really hard, and, and he's been in here the last few weeks. We've spent a lot of time together. And so, obviously, Hunter had a great year last year. Really talented offensive player, decided to come back to school. And it, he came off the handmade injury, and his swing got sideways in the fall, and he wasn't as good in the fall. Then he kind of got it right, and then he hurt his wrist like week three. And so then he, he misses time, and it's like he just hasn't been quite right and he kind of lost he just kind of lost his swing a little bit through that and he's a he's a, a very good player he's a very talented player and has been a catalyst for us offensively for the last year and a half but he kind of got in between with some things and, and not without going into like the nuance of all of it like he just had too much length in it and so we had to change if you watch like we talk about being perpendicular when your front foot lands his hands were so far behind him and he kind of lost his load. So it was like a lean, lean into load and he lost his, his, his hands. So it was like way too much length. You're looking at like 50, 60% whiff on fastballs. Right? He just couldn't turn around a fastball and then he'd have to cheat to get the fastballs and then couldn't make good swing decisions after that. And so the last like week to 10 days, you know, I wasn't necessarily mad at him when I took him out. It's like, okay, we have to work on this. And until we start getting in the right direction, I'm, I'm not helping you by throwing you in there and doing those things. Uh, and so he, he's been very coachable. And, and, I, and kudos to him for being an upperclassman who was our team MB, offensive MVP last year, hit 370, and all of a sudden uh, your, your, your head coach comes in and says, like, we need to redo your whole swing in, in, like, in the middle of the Big Ten season. And he was willing to do it, so he pulled his hands forward a little bit. Um, changed his, his load sequence a little bit. And I just told him, like, it's going to take time. And obviously he's frustrated. He's like, well, I want to help right now. I don't want to do it right now. I said, I get it. Um, and I thought he was really trending right yesterday where he didn't swing and miss. He put five balls in play, had a base hit, had a single in the six hole. And I told him after the game, I was like, you're really close. If you'll just hang with it, I really think you're going to start to go. And then he went out there today and he, and he hit by pitch, walked twice and he doubles. 
And when guys start taking free bases, they're making better swing decisions. He wasn't making good swing decisions, and because he had too much length, and you have to, you have to, you have to um, kind of cheat the fastballs, right? And so he was able to do that. And and I, you know, to your question earlier, or he's like, that's why I told the guys afterwards. I said, okay, so you look at Hunter Jesse. He said, Hunter, how much better were you today than you were last week? Well, I'm a world better than I was last week. Okay. Carter Matheson, how much better were you this week than you were two weeks ago? Well, I was way better this week than I was two weeks ago. Okay, so if you take that blueprint and you just apply that across the board as a coaching staff, as a team, how do we get better this week and, and be able to take the, the next step forward? Because we have a ton of information that just got given to us and a ton of feedback and, and, and we've kind of talked about it. We won a lot of close games where it was like, that wasn't beautiful. And, and sometimes you're, you're going to have to, like, we're going to have to be better if you want to win at a higher level. But as a, from a coaching standpoint, do you go in and say, hey, great job winning the game. You've won like eight in a row, but we're going to have to, like, make some, you know, some dramatic changes. So Hunter was really good. He made those physical changes. He made way better swing decisions. Didn't swing and miss a fastball. Didn't have to cheat. And then was able to go out and have a really good day, which is a huge, like, it's a, it's a huge shot in the arm for us. If we could get him back a little higher in the lineup, get some length, there after the middle, Carter had a really good weekend, um, and Josh Pine's been swinging it better. So we really have, you know, the, the, the elements there that we need to. We needed to see, again, we can use a spin ball in here, and, and I can we can do live at bats, and I can throw. I actually pitched in college before I hit in college, so I, I can still get out there and spin it a little bit and, and help out. But he, we just it's good to see really good arms. It's good to see good arms. It makes you better, and we got better right away after seeing two really good arms. And you watch us go out today. And, and, and we were we were we were pretty good offensively for the most part, and gave ourselves a chance. So that was that's kind of I guess the long version of his journey, and it was really good to see from him today. Kind of along those same lines, what does the anatomy of the breakdown of a weekend like this look like? How much time do you spend looking at this? What do you carry forward from it? Well, the good thing is we don't have a game this week, so you know not not having that game this week is going to give you a lot of time to go back and watch video and kind of dissect it. It's like, okay, so we have the beginning. What inning was it? It was a, it was. A, Probably the probably the eighth inning, probably the eighth inning where we give up two O2 hits, right? How much of that is so we give up two hits and O2 counts? Did we make a mistake on the pitch or was it a really good swing? I'm gonna guess we probably made mistakes on the pitches, right? We're probably in the middle of the plate. Okay, so that's an adjustment that we can make. And how much of it is when you know Braden Reisdorf on Friday night throws a 94 mile fastball inside and the guy knuckles it? At 74 miles an hour, third baseman said, "It's a good pitch. Guy put a good swing on it. Uh, he executed the pitch. It just, it just didn't go your way, right?" Uh, Devin Taylor, it's a it scorches two line drives today, and they catch both of them. I mean, what do you want me to say? What do you want to say? Like he hit him 104 miles an hour right at somebody. You know, it's like, so you 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 live and you learn, but the, so it's like you're 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 sometimes the balls just don't go your way, and then sometimes you throw an O2 breaking ball in the middle of the plate for a base hit. Two, two separate issues. So you have to go back and look at it and, and, and live and learn. But sometimes you tip your cap a little bit to did a good job or they picked a pitch or they did something they tipped, whatever it was, like something happened in the, in the course of the game and there's a lot of nuance to it. And you look up and, and, and it didn't go. But I would say quite a bit of, quite a bit of feedback. Because if you don't, if you just say, well, that was just all luck. Well, there wasn't just all luck. Somebody played well. But we also probably um, – have gotten away with some things that we that you're not going to get away with when you play a great team that's playing great and then now you get like the slap on the wrist and now you go back and you have to be humble enough to learn but confident enough to know that you're still good and so that's kind of where i'm at it's like 
I'm humble enough to say, like, we got beat this weekend, but I'm very confident. We still have a very good team. We still had a great season. We just didn't have a good weekend. Mm -hmm. And you, you pick up and you move on. This is kind of dependent on how the series turned out. But do you think the pause and conference play had any effect on guys maybe being kind of a punch in the mouth feeling? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not anyone's fault. It's not anyone's fault. But it's like, it is like there is an adjustment period. There is. Like, there is an adjustment. And, and if there's no... There's no excuse. You do the best that you can. We're playing. We played Louisville two weeks ago and played great. It's like there's there's an adjustment. There's an adjustment that you have to like reacclimate yourself, especially when you're playing that team like that. You you have to readjust yourself to like the average fastball velocity is 92 and a half. All of a sudden it's like bang. The, the adjustment's like the 0-2 pitch that you leave down the middle to to Maryland. Like you don't get that back. The guy hits off the scoreboard. You don't get it back, right? So it, there is like I would be lying if I said there wasn't. Again, the teams that we played. They, they're all having success. They're, they're good teams. They've had success. Like, I'm not taking anything away from it, but there, there's, there's an adjustment. There's an intensity. There's, a, there's an, an aspect of it, but there's always an adjustment to that. One more. Um, with Connor coming back out after about an hour long, Randall A walked two guys. Was that something that he said he wanted the ball, or did you give yeah. that to him? I mean, Connor, he, he, want, he always wants it. And that was, you're right. We, we, I kind of joke with Rob where it's like we didn't. We didn't, uh, you know, normally the home team, you kind of like kind of screw up the other team. We kind of screw up <laughs> ourselves. You know what I mean? It's like we delayed ourselves twice. It can't be helped. It's lightning. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, but, yeah, it, it was hard. And, and Connor, you know, he's, th he's thrown in here and he stays, you know, he stays warm. But we just had, there was just so much game left. And he's still, our, you know, where you, where you look at the game, you go Kraft, Yoho, and Foley. And then you figure it out from there. And you're hoping you can go like four, three, to something like that, right? And so, like Foley was the guy where you're hoping, um, you're you're hoping that he can get back through there one more time, just because of the forcing. And so you go lefty sinker roller, righty sinker with the changeup, and then to force him over the top, and you're hoping that he can still do it. And that's why you know, Coach Lamb made a great point. But he said, you know, keep your head up, and, and it's just hard. It's hard to sit down and play catch in here, and then all of a sudden, like you're right back in the fray, and, and uh, you know he competed the best he could. It's just. It happened. That's a really hard thing to do. It's a really, really hard thing to do. He's just been so good, and he felt good, and we were, we're fortunate that we're home and we're inside and we're able to keep throwing and kind of stay warm. Devin, uh, you did actually have, but in addition to the two home runs, which were awesome, uh, you did actually have a couple lineouts as well um, that were just, you know, obviously you're hitting the ball hard right at people, and you've had that a little bit recently. Just can you talk about, you know, how you feel after that and how you re recoup and come back at it? I mean, I, I wouldn't say, like, I recoup because I hit the ball hard, and that's all I really asked for. Like, my goal is to hit line drives to the middle of the field. Maybe, and of course, it doesn't go to the middle of the field all the time, but, like, line drives and line drives, so that's, like, the success of it, basically. Uh, it seemed like it was a swing at the time. You guys really, really needed a big time swing for after losing the first two games. Kind of what was that joy like when you got back? Or I guess what was the emotion when you got back to the dugout? Uh, I mean, just like the hype of really knowing that we could steal a game or we had the possibility because we know we are a good team, even though we got swept this weekend. And we fought today. Like, we fought our hearts out. And it just didn't really happen to go our way. Does the week off with no midweek kind of serve as a reset for you guys? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to have an off day tomorrow, of course, and then we're going to go right back to work from there. Yeah, so yeah. You The offense struggled at times at the plate. You had one of the better approaches. Maryland's pitching has been good, not great this year. What were you doing differently at the plate compared to some of your 
other battery mates, that, or not battery mates, but I mean people at the plate that didn't hit as well? What made it so strong for you compared to else? I mean, I wouldn't say I didn't do anything different. Like, we all had our approaches, like, results are results, and everybody doesn't get the best results or the results that they wanted. Overall, the, the team, you know, appeared to play relatively well today um, after, you know, the last two days. So can you just talk about what the what you guys talked about in the locker room and how you approached this particular game? Yeah, so, like, I mean, we lost a series yet, or on Saturday, and then we came in today just, like, of course, we got to steal one. Like, we, we can't just, like, let ourselves down, like, just play through the game like it doesn't really matter. Because every game matters. Like, we're still second in the Big Ten, so every game still matters. And we made sure to put all of our hearts on the field and not leave no regret behind. What's the challenge having to deal with not one but two weather delays throughout the game kind of in relatively close succession to each other? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a challenge, but, of course, like, our bodies are going to get a little bit tight. But. Like, we made sure to stay focused, like, watch film on the pitches that could possibly come in and just stay engaged the whole time. So. It's finals week, and you're wrapping up your first season here. Obviously, you've been fantastic in your freshman campaign on the field. How has it been an adjustment in your first year of college? Uh, it's actually been better because, like, at my high school, I had to go from literally 8 to 3 every day. I can leave early and now like I have class here and then I have practice here. So it's a really big adjustment and it's really helped me a lot. Just like being able to balance both worlds, both worlds. Well, so I, Coach Mercer said that Maryland was just, you know, better this yeah. weekend. I guess, you know, how do you guys keep your head up, especially as a younger group and not get discouraged considering you guys are still in a relatively good spot right now in the season? Yeah, I mean, like you said, like we still have three big 10 series to prove what we are. Like, we showed a lot, like, proved everything. Of course, this weekend, the, if we didn't really, like, prove that we were, like, the better team. Like, they just played better for us. So, yeah. That concludes this post-game media edition of Talking Future Baseball. As it is final week at IU Bloomington, Indiana has no midweek game. We'll travel to Evanston, Illinois on Friday for a series with Northwestern. See you at the BART.